Do you wish that all things wealth and finance were much easier to understand and not presented by a bunch of beige cardigan-wearing geeks? Welcome to the Clever Investor Podcast, where we're dishing up the easiest-to-understand finance program served in bite-sized chunks, so your brain will thank you as your knowledge grows. Hosted by the brilliant Owen Taylor, a multiple award-winning expert with a glorious knack for explaining the complex world of wealth in the simplest of ways. Hey Clever Investors and welcome to another show. Today we're going to look at the difference between negative and positive gearing. Now as the words suggest, is one better than the other one? Certainly, if you're sitting in the audience of a self-help guru, they're going to tell you that we need to have a, a positive outlook on life and looking at things negatively is not the way that you need to go through life. So therefore, being a positively geared property must be the right way to do things. Let's examine this. Now, gearing is when you borrow money to invest and we typically talk about this in the context of investment properties. The income earned from your investment property is either positively or negatively geared. A property is positively geared when your rental return, the amount of rent you're receiving from your tenants, is higher than the interest repayments and all of the other property-related expenses, such as your strata fees, council and water rates. A property is negatively geared when your rental return is less than the interest repayments on the mortgage, plus all the other property-related expenses. Now, a property can be neutrally geared. Very rarely do you ever see them. It's normally either positive or negatively. But as you can understand, it basically means to be neutrally geared. The amount that you've got coming in and the amount that you've got going out is equal. So positively gearing is definitely the way to go. Well, actually, that's not entirely correct. Let's take a little bit of a deeper look into some of the benefits of both of these cases. Let's look first at a positively geared property. The income you get from a positively geared property can put more money into your pocket. And at first look, it can make you feel a lot more confident in what you're doing and that you're definitely going to make all these loan repayments and there's not going to be any issues. You could start to get all a bit gooey-eyed and excited at the thought of all this extra money that you're going to have and start spending it on other things. But what you must keep in mind is that if your property is positively geared, the net rental income, so net meaning after you've made the loan repayments and paid the management fees and all of that, if you've got any money left over from that, it is still going to be subject to income tax. Now let's have a look at the negative gearing benefits and any of the considerations that come along with that as well. The key benefit of negative gearing is that any net rental loss you incur during the financial year can be offset against the other income you earn from your job, even if you're self-employed or 
your PAYG. This, in return, can actually reduce the taxable income and how much tax you actually have to pay. Now, rental expenses, you can also claim these as tax deductions. Generally, you can claim the interest bill of your loan repayments, so the mortgage that you've got to hold this investment property. And provided that the property is rented, then the other expenses are tax deductions as well. And this is what I mentioned before. It's like the, the management fees and the strata fees or the insurance. They're all claimable business expenses. Just like you'll pay tax if you earn rental income from your investment property, you'll also pay tax on any profit you make when you eventually come to sell this investment property. So when we make money from selling an investment property, your profit is referred to as a capital gain. And the tax on this amount is called a capital gains tax, or it gets abbreviated to CGT. Now, how much capital gains tax you will pay depends on a couple of factors, and that's a whole show all on its own. If you sell at a profit after owning the property, though, for more than a year, you will generally get a 50% discount on the capital gains tax you would be liable to pay. So there's an incentive to hold these investment properties long term. Now, the question then comes up, well, positive or negatively geared property, what should I go looking for? What's the best option for me? And they both have their benefits and they both have their drawback. And a lot of it depends on your own personal circumstances. It's remiss of me to tell you now, oh, you should always get a negatively geared property or you should get a positively geared property. You actually need to sit down with tax accountant and they're going to give you personalised advice and you can run all of your silly questions that we know are not really silly questions past them. So I hope this has cleared up a couple of things and also sparked a few more questions. I'll see you again next week for another edition of the Clever Investor Podcast. You have been listening to the Clever Investor Podcast, proudly sponsored this week by Blue Wealth Property. Are you ready to start a new investment journey? Get in touch with the industry leaders, Blue Wealth Property. Blue Wealth have a proven track record in using research to identify growth markets. And Blue Wealth have supported thousands of Australians to buy the right property in the right market at the right time. Go to bluewealth.com.au.